Welcome to the podcast. This is the Dance PT podcast, hosted by moi, Jenna Cantor, performer, hachikapow, and physical therapist. In our interviews, we will dive into all the things that can regularly help you. That's right. As a dance physical therapist with your patients. That's right. Please note that the purpose of this podcast is entertainment and is not here to replace any medical advice. That being said, we are all here to support each other, which leaves me at the most important message I want to leave you with. You are enough and never change yourself for anyone. That's right. You heard me. Be you, and that will enable you to help others the best way possible. Let's end with more scatting. That's right. Jenna out. Hey! What's up, everyone? Dance physical therapist. How's it going, my peeps? I'm here with Dr. Adrian Miranda. He's coming to you live from Brooklyn. New York, Manhattan. You're in Manhattan. You're, you're you're in Manhattan. Yes, the island of Manhattan. <laughs> I'm so glad you come on. You came on. I was just talking with. Was it just yesterday that we booked this interview? I think so. We were yeah. talking and. Yeah. Yeah. Age, all right, if you guys have not seen any of my videos or his videos, just know that Adrian is really the person to be talking to. If you want to just talk to somebody who knows physical therapy and the logistics of making your shit look good online, Adrian is the person to definitely consult with because he understands both brains. Adrian, could you give a little background about yourself regarding the video stuff and the physical therapy, but don't make it a year long because I just don't, please don't make it a year long. Not possible. Sorry, can't do it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I've been practicing for 12 years. When I was a kid, uh, TV was escapism. I grew up in the hood, so um, I couldn't go outside and play. <clears throat> and I always loved the television. I wanted, I knew I wanted to be part of it. I went to Ithaca College for PT school about right after cadaver dissection anatomy. Um, um, I, uh, I forgot what course it was, but it was a course after the semester, one of the first semesters. I went to a five-year program. So after the first uh, PT course, I was like, people should know about this stuff. Like, it should be on television. So at the ripe age of, like, 19, 20, I knew I wanted to get into it, but I decided to be, like, the best PT out there. So I did residency. Um, I just, like, did whatever I could to, to be an excellent clinician. Um, about five years in, I decided to pursue production, and you know that was in 2012. And then I did everything, including being in front of the camera. I hosted a TV show in Brooklyn uh, Television Station. I've edited, shot, I've been in front of the camera, I've been behind it, I've edited. Um, so I kind of just did early on did free stuff for everybody. Uh, in the meantime, I did dance in college. Um, after uh, grad school, I accidentally fell into theater, musical theater. And then, um, so that kind of helped even pursue the being in front of the camera part and communicating with crazy people like Jenna, being like, Jenna, stop making that face. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, so kind of um, 
you know, I love performing partly, but I also love the art of creating content and storytelling. And I love the human body and I love helping people. So I realized that television and video is the cheapest way to get to people's homes and hearts. So absolutely. If you want to check out, where can people check out some of your cool anatomy videos that you've made? My Facebook. My Facebook. Okay, yeah. Go go on his Facebook. I I shared two of them or at least one in this group because mm -hmm. I, I remember I reached out and said, Oh my god, I need to share this one with the modern dancer. Oh my god, it's so funny. And then also the more recent one where it's a tech guy for film. Oh, it makes me so happy. You guys gotta check it out because he has a theater background, the, the performing background, and it's just it makes it ten times better. That I have been working with you for more than a year. Just oh. a little over a year. It hasn't, it hasn't really been that long. Wow. <laughs> I feel like I've known you longer. That's incredible. <laughs> it feels like a decade. <laughs> like so long ago when we were young. When And when we met, we met to create stuff for about APTA, and he wanted to work with me. And I was like, oh, me? But, of course, loving it because I'm a performer. And I love being this. I saw your passion. I saw your gift. And then I was like, people need to hear this stuff. And let's, let's and get it. And it would be presented better. Because <laughs> right now, this would be terrible lighting, terrible audio. Yeah, and, and then there's the dip, that big change when you actually put in the effort to get that the lighting and the audio and do some very simple editing that makes the world of a difference, which is a great segue into. How do you make these videos? How do you film it professionally without hiring someone? I do not know the order in which you want to go in. So I'm going to let you just take the helm and I'll ask more questions or interrupt as I feel. If I feel like the attention's gone off me for too long. The question is, how do I make what videos? Like my gross nanny videos or other videos or... Let's focus on the kind of videos that I make on my own because I feel like that's much more plausible where the you're doing a little bit extra editing in your gross anatomy that's doing, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? I do a much more simple format that still looks presentable, still shows the effort, the sound, the lighting, you know, how just what are things that they can use? Let's actually start with lighting alone. Lighting alone. I mean, it's it's really um it's simpler than 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 People think really is just click record. You don't need fancy lights. You really don't need anything. You just need a good story. And that's really kind of where my, I think the, the what I've been focusing on in the past year is storytelling is, is that thing. So if you have a message, that's the more important part. The lights, what I told you one time was like the lights, the audio, the image just adds that little bit of care. Like you care about this. Uh, people can see your face clear. So they can hear you clear. So that's where the audio comes in. But um, yeah, you know, getting it could be anything. Like for example, I can I have lights on right now. Okay, if I turn these off. Okay, you can see the difference, right? Pretty clear. I don't really have. I have like this little. This is actually like probably forty bucks. Okay, and this is maybe twenty bucks. I think most people have that one of those. Say what the name of that is, because I know people are gonna ask. What is the name of that thing? It's a Manfrotto tripod. It's a mini tripod. And then this, honestly. Um, is just a touch light. It's really just a regular light bulb. Um, so you could use anything though. Like for example, if I didn't have these things, I could use like any upright lamp or stand standing light that you have. 
and just put it behind the uh, behind the computer or your cell phone. So when you're doing any kind of mobile mobile shooting, the phones here, the lights are right next to it or behind it. So they want it to be in front of you. When you're doing cinema or DSLR, uh, the lights are, it's more complicated. So you have, you have the lights coming at you from the side and different angles, like usually three different angles. So one here, can you see my hand there? One here, one here, and one actually behind um, to give you an outline. So it's a little bit more, let's call it three-point lighting. It's more uh, in-depth. It makes you pop a little bit more. Um, like but, Pop, 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 pop. Did it, girl. Exactly, exactly. Love that. Talk about outside and the magic of natural lighting and how, how that makes it even easier. Yeah, so it, it depends. So usually there's a golden hour, which is like when the sun starts to come down, is a beautiful time to shoot. One. Two, when it's overcast. Overcast is the most amazing, perfect light. When the sun is really bright, it can call blow out the image, um, which it's just harsh on the eyes and it just doesn't look pretty. So you don't want to necessarily shoot on a very, very sunny day. However, if you are inside and you have a window and it's a really sunny day, you open up the windows and let the light uh, flood in from outside. That is when you use it indoors. Um, outside, you got to search. You know, it's locations. Got and, you know, big productions. They they have people that literally just go and look for locations um for example right before the pandemic i was going to shoot one it was like kind of like a gangster uh it was a someone was um uh, black market Fortnite uh selling and right outside my crossfit gym there was it was an overpass and so my friend had a moped i was right up in the moat like behind them on the moped pull up and the reason i chose it was partly because there's no real like traffic it's on under an overpass and it's always shaded. And so on a beautiful, bright, sunny day, I don't have to use lights or any reflectors or anything else uh, to do it. So there's no foot traffic, really. The only annoying part was that there was cars going by. It was right under, under um, the uh, BQE. Is under the BQE. So there were cars uh, going by on 3rd Avenue in Brooklyn. But otherwise, it was very controlled. And the lighting was controlled. So when you're outside, you want to be controlled in a number of ways. People... Okay, so you want to be controlled uh, in, in, in peace. Sorry, I'm like out of the frame. So uh, with people, with the light, okay, uh, wind as well. So sometimes wind can be very windy, can, can mess up the audio. Um, and then obviously cars. Remember that one time we were shooting right by my place and there was a trucks coming by. Vroom. Hi, I'm Jenna Cantor and I'm here to zoom. And then you have to pause and like restart. So those are all things that you, you know, that's what we call Pre-production, so you plan. It's pretty much the planning process. So once you find your spot, you're golden. That's what's really great. Exactly. So the and the more time that you take in pre-production planning, the easier the shoot goes, right? So oftentimes there's times. Listen, there's going to be times where you're going to make a plan, a perfect plan, and goes wrong. You know, it rains. Um, there are too many people walking by. You either use whatever adversity comes to your way, or you have to, you know, change directions or Slap it three blocks in a different direction to get your content done. But, Absolutely. Uh, there's plenty of backups, and that's that's what happens in production. Like you have if to. You, backups. If you look at the videos that I did recently for running for the board of directors for the private practice section, you'll see that I, I have the blue screen in the background, but I'm filming all of that outside and using natural light. Mm -hmm. That's why it looks so good. 
And Adrian has definitely gone on me when I got lazy for a period after working with him going, what are you doing with this terrible lighting? Stop it. Like, you know better. And I have a balcony. I have access to this light. And I was fine, fine, fine. I'll put in the little work. And it wasn't that much work to do it, which is mm -hmm. very comedic. Uh, but yeah, natural lighting is def definitely something great. You told me, I thought, thought maybe I'm wrong. You're saying the afternoon, but you said there's some other morning hours that are potentially good. You gave me like three times of the day, I thought. Or am I wrong? Yeah, you're wrong. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. So like, you know, very early, like before the kind of, you know, just before, I mean, a lot of films that you watch on Netflix are shot during the like, you know, pretty much sunset uh, when uh, during dawn as well. So pretty much when the sun is the highest, you don't really want that. That's that's what you, you know, a bright sunny day we love. Like for our mental health and emotional health is amazing, but for the camera, it's a little, it can be a little bit harsh. We don't have other tools to dampen it. Also, the um, you know, with our cell phones in there, if you have a cell phone, it's great. Cell phone is great, but if you actually have a, have a camera, it's not the best situation. You have to have a call it ND filter, like your cat just in front of the lens. It just blocks out a lot of the light. Absolutely. But um, yeah, so early, early, where you know, the sun barely comes up, and in the evening, as the sun starts to come down. I love that. I love overcast, that. overcast days are, are wonderful to to film outside. Very sunny days, film inside, and open up all the shades, curtains, and windows. Yep. Yeah, I've, I've done that. That's funny you say that. I've done that because I'm brilliant now because of you. But but I, I let's just take out the because of you and, and just say I'm brilliant, bringing it back to myself. This is amazing. If you guys are already getting this, just write lighting down below. Write lighting in the comments j just so we know that this makes sense. Now let's go into the other big one, audio. Mm -hmm. uh, what about audio? How do you make it good? Right now we're doing crappy audio for sure. Um, well, for example, like, you know, you're you're great at this, but projection. Projection is important. If I was talking like this, kind of this, this kind of my, my, my lazy voice, I, I mumble. <laughs> I'm a native of New York, we all mumble. But when I kind of talk, you don't have great audio, projection is gonna be the best thing. Um, getting close to the camera, you know, it depends. You can kind of be too close and it kind of like blows up the audio. But there's a lot of cheap alternatives. Let me see if I have anything here. Um, you know, for example, if you – there's a lot of things that you can just Google uh, lavalier microphones. Jenna, do you have it available? Yes, I'll get that. Talk about lavalier while, while I go get it. And you guys will see my pajama pants. These are my sexy pajamas because they have Marvel on, and my husband loves Marvel. All right, go. No sexy. Anyways, so um, yeah, you can kind of use a lavalier mic to connect directly to your phone. Um, actually, I think I have one right here. Yes, I do. So you can buy one. So I have an iPhone 10. Um, Lavalier mic. Mine's a very long cord. So I have a Rode. This is a Rode mic. I think it runs like $80, but the quality is amazing. And then I just use the connector and I can put it into my phone. Okay. And it plugs into my phone. And now I have. An, a microphone that I can put right there, or I can put it under my shirt as well to hide it, and I'll just use some duct tape, and pretty much it just sits right there, and you, you can't tell I have a microphone on, but there's a microphone right there. All right, I'm going to demonstrate with this. I'm going to count to 10 so you can hear the change in audio as I plug it in. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So you can hear a huge difference in the audio quality. Yes. Yeah.
because I this doesn't have headphones, so I don't hear you when it's plugged in. How much was yours? I think fifteen dollars. Yeah, yeah. So, but it's still good. It's still better than the echo of the room. Way better. However, if you have natural sound, then that's okay. You know, it's not always bad to have a natural, depending on the tone that you want in your video. Then you have the upgrade of using something like this. So this records a micro SD card. So a really tiny little SD card, okay? And what's cool about this, I've told other PTs to get this who asked me because I can put this on my belt and I can walk around and I can squat and I can demonstrate other exercises. I the, only the only problem is this costs $180 and two, you have to sync this audio with your video in post-production when you edit it. That's right, you had to do that, yeah. It's yeah. not the worst thing, but it's just, yeah. yeah. It's that's, why, you know, that's why you clap in the beginning of a take. So that's right, because the audio, you can see the level spike, and in the video, you can see the hands come together, and you kind of match them up. Otherwise, you can just use a part of the body where you say, uh, welcome, and then you kind of match it with the audio. So. Someone just asked, first of all, hello, Laura. Yes, great to see you on here. And then someone just asked, so headphones do that? Headphones do what? Not sure. I'm assuming, I'm, I'm going to assume that the, that the individual is asking if headphones do the same thing, like a lavalier mic. Oh, yes, okay. So this, yes, exactly. So there's actually a little trick that you can do if you want to buy a really cheap one. I used to buy cheap ones all last year for like 20 bucks at 7-Eleven in Brooklyn or like discount stores for like, what, 20 bucks? And they worked great for like a month and they would just like crumble. These are actual um, iPod, you know, the actual Apple brand. But what you could do is obviously I can be here and mic it up and, you know, this is kind of annoying. You can also go underneath your shirt, okay? You can also do this, okay? And you can either put some tape you can either put some tape kind of like right here so that way you can turn your head and it still stays in place because otherwise yeah. it's too. Really, I mean, I'm going to be picky on that. I just really don't think it looks as good. If you're doing just an interview like this and you had your headphones, sure. That's one option. It's kind of annoying. The other part that you can do is you can literally actually cut this off. Again, that's why if you get a cheap one, you literally cut off the part above the microphone. I'm like, I don't want to watch you cut it off. <laughs> you cut this off, and then that's your lavalier. That's your microphone. You can literally tape it anywhere oh. you want, or tape it, or put it here underneath it. So that's a little trick um, that you can do, and that's just my regular headphones that I use for my myself. Genius. Love that. Okay. Um, and, and somebody said to clarify. So headphones do that regarding change of audio. I'm not following. I'm not sure. No, uh, no, you said, oh, Jenna, it's, it's a question to you. You said when you plugged in the microphone, you said you couldn't hear yourself because you don't have headphones on, correct? Oh, yes. You yes. Hear yourself. Just, yeah. It, it, so headphones do that to hear it. Um, I haven't found a solution specifically with the lavalier mic when I'm doing my computer or my phone. It, it's, I don't have a separate, like the iPhone. You plug anything into it, it's just taking the whole thing and the latest one. So I don't have a solution to that. Do you have a solution to that? Yeah, they sell um, splitters. So you, can, uh, you you buy a splitter, you can go to any electronic store and say, hey, I want to record audio 
into, I want to do a podcast. You probably, if you tell them I want to do a podcast using my headphones um, or your, the microphone, this microphone, right. uh, you get a splitter. So then you can, what you do is you plug this into the computer, right? And then you plug in your headphones so you can actually hear yourself and your audience talking to yep. you. Exactly. But if you're just doing a video that's informational and you don't need to hear back from them, which is usually when I use the mic, that's yeah. when that's when I'm I don't need right. that. It really doesn't come up. Laura said, I like the concept because it's so hard to demo exercises with a mic attached. Mm -hmm. And and uh, I know how I how I lose sound without it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the other thing that you can do, for example, if I'm doing we call this a talking head, like you know, that's what you see in the news. If you're doing a talking head where you're not really moving too much or you're just narrating or, or talking about something, um, you can use, remember, you can use your laptop. Your laptop is nice. I think more PTs should use laptops when they're demoing because you can move this and you get a lot more of the body. But you can also, instead of buying this $200 thing that you still have to sync up, our phones are incredibly powerful. So I can plug this in to my phone, okay, right here. I can plug it in, record the amazing audio, and then I can click record on my computer, record it, and then at the end I can match them up. Now you have amazing audio, decent picture. You can do that. At the same time, you don't need to use a lavalier. I could use my laptop recording device, and I can do I can do voice memos. Okay. Mm -hmm. and put the phone on the out of this frame right here. My phone is right next to my computer. And I can hit record, and I have amazing audio on my phone, and then I can match it up again. So there's, you know, when people say, oh, I don't have enough money to do this, I don't have enough equipment or resources. In today's day and age, you can do anything, like any kind of content creation. There's no, there's really no excuse. If you have a laptop, you have a phone, you can make some incredible things. You have lights around your house, I'm sure, or you have a big window. You have the time, time of day um, to pick when, uh, you know, when can I shoot this? Oh, I know at 11 a.m. that sunlight comes in really strong and it makes me look really nice. So at 11 a.m. you have to plan your day. And you can use your computer. It's HD camera. It, it can do some incredible things if you know how to use it right. So. so uh, my, my question was connecting headphones improves audio clarity. This, this is, I believe, the same person with, so headphones do that, change of audio. My question was connecting headphones improves audio clarity. No, it does not. No. The microphone improves the audio clarity. The headphones, it just allows you to hear um, what's coming out of your mouth and make sure you, your volume is up. And let's just say you, like, you accidentally muted yourself and then you're talking and you don't know. So that's a way to monitor yourself. But also if you have like a pod, like if you have one of these things where people, like a Zoom conference, you can hear people talking at you. That's what the headphones do. I don't, yeah, I typically don't use headphones. Laura, yeah, Laura was at, is asking, so how do you match up? I'm actually gonna take a stab at this one. Um, when you are in the editing room, Laura, so say you're using something like iMovie or any type of video software to edit, I def editing on an Apple computer is way better than PC. You can fight me on that, Adrian, but I'm going to forever disagree. But um, you are going to put in, so you drag in your video. In your video, you're, there's usually some sort of visual on the sound waves there. Adrian was referring to doing a clap before you talk, so you'll see a big 
right at the beginning before you even started speaking. Then you're going to add in the same frame beneath it or wherever it goes, but it's going to be in conjunction with the video, this audio, separate audio thing that'll show the waves. And then you'll see a part where you clap, the brrrr, that'll be higher before you started to speak at a slightly lower level. And so he's saying you put that in and then you line up. So these are the two lines. You slide it to line up the two audio, the audio and the video thing. And that's how you can match it up and then do the editing. Was that pretty good? I felt like I could do it. Am I making you proud? I'm so proud. I taught you so well. Yeah, that's exactly what you do. Exactly do. Um, you should look up on iMovie um, on YouTube. I'm sure there's probably like a button or an option that you can sync it. There, there should be a, an easier way. There might be like two buttons that you click and it syncs it automatically. I don't know. Honestly, it's so quick to just chew there. It's so user friendly. Also, if you have a the iPhone, an iPhone, the the Rush, the app Rush is very, very good for editing, specifically on the phone. I love it. And that I was definitely taught by Adrian. And if you are PC, I am sorry. It sucks. There is a video converter app, a video um, editing app on there. It's not good. I would recommend trying Quick, the app Quick on your phone. I've already worked on that with one of my students. And so far, we found that was the best option that was the most user-friendly thus far. Do you have anything to add to that regarding where you would go to? No, no. I would, I would, I would say, um, yeah, you're right. You're spot on. Okay. Okay. We talked about video quality and lighting. Well, the lighting. We talked about the audio. What else would you say are the big major things, if if any, that needs to be covered for this to do it, make it look good? Well, you know, you kind of covered to make it look good is we covered everything. That, that's really what it comes down to. We're physical therapists. Our goal, I'm assuming our goal is to help patients feel better. And so the last step is your content, is your, your message. What is your message? And I think one of the one of the very simple, simplest things I would teach, which I'm kind of talking to somebody right now in North Carolina, a physical therapist, the easiest way to do it is you have to show them the exercises, okay? So you can explain why it's happening to a certain degree, but people at the end want to know, like, am I going to get better and what, what do I do? Like, what do I do? That's pretty much, yeah. And so I would recommend if I were to kind of do it all over again um, is I would do this. I'd be, Hi, my name is Adrian. I'd like to show you some hip exercises. I'd cut and I'd go to a video of me doing, like, leg raises and I'd cut back to – and this is the reason why you do want to do 30 repetitions of this, do it once a day, make sure you get it as strong as you need to, make sure you do this. Um, and then you and then you say, all right, the next exercise is, and then you cut this, you cut, you go on to the next clip, and the clip is, you know, going up on releve and, you know, with a band around your knee or something like that. So you do a talking head, and then you do a demo, and you kind of cut back and forth. So that's the best way, because people just want to know what to do. They, they, yeah. A lot of times which is something that took me a long time to realize that physical therapists, we like to explain, like we, we, we care, we care about what we do, we care about you. So I feel like if I can teach you how to do it, uh, teach you why it's happening, you're gonna wanna do it. That is true to a certain point, but with video, we kind of, you know, we kind of wanna get to the point. Um, 
So really it's, it's, it's do a little education and then do a lot of demonstrating. And at the, on the tail end, you kind of can show them why, why this is important. But the message is the most important part. The message is, is, is everything, you know? Um, same thing when you're doing the demonstration, you want to see contrast, right? So you, my skin, you know, if, I, if this was up here, you can see the joint moving. But if I'm wearing all black with a black background in this chair, this chair, you can't see the contrast and the difference in the, in the motion. So that's where it's important. We did that video in the clinic that one time. I told you wear those bright red shorts, blue mat, your skin tone, the, the, everything in the back was, we put a bunch of stuff in the background so that Jenna's body would pop out and you can easily see. You don't want to have any questions. That's one thing. When I do marketing videos for other like companies, what I tell them is that you want to reduce the amount of time that you're on the phone. You want to teach and tell them everything and demonstrate everything in the video, like 90%. So the last 10% when they run the phone with you and they take up all that time, it's to meet you and hear your voice and make sure that you're a cool person to work with. That's it. But everything else they kind of saw and then maybe there's some gaps you do it. So when you're making videos, I'm, I'm assuming, put in the comments, um, are you making videos to teach exercise or to help with the condition? Is just let me know if that's what you're doing, or if you're having a, or your videos, or you want to do videos about something different. Let me know. But for the most part, I'm assuming that we want to teach people about a certain treatment that's going to help you with your back pain when you're doing whatever it is in your performance. Um, so that's really the the fourth part is that you got the video con you have the video framing right you have the work you have the audio but the most important part is the message the message so the message is I want to tell a person how to do glue bridges show them from every different angle you got to tell them how many reps sets because everybody asks how many times do I do this do I do this for the rest of my life do I do this here like you know um, so it's really detailed so that's I think where most of us uh, fail is not doing, you know, not getting, not giving the, the information as soon as possible. And it's important, like people are educated. They want to know why is this happening to me because if that buys in, that gives them the buying. But we linger on that like, you know, way too much than we should. I think it should be like 20, 25% um, education. And the other setting I represent is the treatment, like to the details, as much detail as you can. And at the end, you kind of sum everything up. I love that. I had to, my cat start meowing, wanting attention, not wanting to be held. So kitty's out, kitty's out. Don't come back, honey. Okay. No, I like what you're saying. Laura's adding, and I've been filming in my basement, which is horrible. Oh yeah, definitely. I, I've done that myself, filming in, in the least opportune spots in my, in my apartment, but we still have access to outside right now. So there's still so much opportunity weather wise before we have a while to winter becomes winter. The winter is coming, but yeah. Okay. And you can always, I've done this. You can always film and to know that you're going to not edit now, but edit later. So yeah. is how you can manage that if you wanted to. Yeah. I, I love that. Yeah, and um, you know, I get it. Like families around, space, sharing space. If it's an issue, incorporate it. You know, make uh, what lemons into lemonade or whatever. Like, just just use whatever you have. Like, make it make it an asset rather than it's a liability. You know, so just kind of, you know, whatever. Even if you have the basement space, like, go to Walmart and buy a twenty dollar lamp, two of them, three of them, maybe. You know, don't break the bank. You could buy stuff for ten bucks or change the light bulb. The light bulb that's on the ceiling might be orange and bad, and that's why it looks awful, but if you buy a, a, a daylight 5,000K uh, light bulb, 
which is what I just showed you, the light bulb that I had there, because it used to be like an Edison lamp. It was like an orange one. And so you can just change out the light bulb and make it a very a powerful white daylight. Call it it's daylight. So daylight is what you want. So yeah. You know? I, so. I, I tell my students, too, if you have a pet, a dog or a cat that comes into the, the clip, that actually can be to your advantage because people really get a kick out of seeing a dog or a cat or a pet coming into the screen. So it might be something you want to include. It makes you just much more human, which is great. What do you suggest for lighting? Any specific lamps? Yeah, I just I just answered that I think, but yeah. Oh yeah, it's earlier on. If once this goes up, you'll be able to to scroll back earlier in the conversation and see. And, and see the lamps that he showed, because he showed it, the, them in the in Yeah, no big deal. So I have this, which is like, it's called Newer, N-E-E-W-E-R. And then I have -E light bulb, just a, a light bulb uh, with a, it's a touch, it's a touch lamp I got from Amazon. That was like 40 bucks for the lamp, and, and the light bulb was free, I found it in the house. But the whole thing is that it has to be daylight, so it has to be a white bulb. And usually it's like 5,000 K or 5,200 K says it on the box. Um, so any lamp works. So, so I said, you know, a Facebook user, I don't know if the same person, but you go to Walmart and buy one of those standing tall lamps. You can buy a lamp that's on your desk. Um, just make the light bulb white and just put it behind, behind whatever you're using. So if I have this, I put the light bulb over here, the lamp here. I'm on my laptop, I'd put it behind it. Um, if you have, didn't notice when I turned the screen around, my desktop monitor is has a white eye Facebook up, but it's white. Sometimes in, in meetings, I'll go to YouTube and I'll put uh, a white screen looping background. So it's just a white screen for like 10 hours. And I just put that as a background. It works. So at the end of the day, just buy lamps and put a light bulb. If you have, I'm guaranteeing most of you have lamps at home. So just take a lamp from another room, two or three, and bring them in, into your room wherever you're doing stuff and just turn them on and spend six bucks. Um, six bucks on a, uh, a light bulb, you know, three bucks. I don't even know, like, I forget how much this one costs. I bought, I haven't bought light bulbs in forever, but they're not that expensive. So again, it could just be the light bulb that you have. You might have to just change it and that's it. Um, and thanks for glare off my glasses. Yep, yep. So good, excellent question. This is a great question. I've, I've always wondered how to help people with that. Okay. So you can kind of see how it goes away a little bit. And then here, it's glare all over the place, right? Oh, so the closer you are, you get rid of the glare, but when you back away? No, it's actually where the light is. So, oh. so you can see this right there. Yeah. And that's because I have the light bulb over there. Mm -hmm. But this, you can't see because I have it over here, okay? So if I put it down, you see, I still have the mm -hmm. that lamp because I didn't take the light bulb off. Now, if I turn it off, Okay, and I put it over here. So pretty much on your side is you have to play with it, right? So this is poor lighting. Um, the other option is you bounce it off the wall. So you just bounce the light off the wall, okay? I have my monitor up. That's also why it's causing some glare, but you got to move it. What is causing? Oh, yeah, I can see your monitor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's playing with it. So maybe the lighting wouldn't go it's to the laptop. It's the laptop. So that's, that's yeah. really what it is. So if I dim my laptop, does it go away? Yeah. Yeah. So then let's see. How much glare is there? I can't really tell. It's slightly on, well, when you move, there it seems okay. 
Yeah, and then when, well, now it's just your dark. So there, it lightened up, right? And there's no glare. Uh, I, I, no, you, we don't see you. You don't see me. It, it, no, it's it's not that. It's it's not the screen. It's it's your the lights on the screen itself. So we so you were it, it wasn't coming in very well. Yeah. So pretty much. So this is what honestly this is what they do in film sets like for an hour. Okay. So they move the light all the way around to see where the glare is gone. Okay. So sometimes we call it bounce. So for example, I have a white wall here. There's a white wall. I might put this. I might put this against that white wall mm -hmm. and jack it up and get rid of it. You know, again, I have the, I have my, yeah, we have the computer screen that's reflecting. Yeah. It's hard to tell. Yeah. Yes. But it's pretty much, if I turn this off, just let me know. Um, yeah. There. I think if you got the other side as well, potentially. Yeah. 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 So pretty much, you can see how that changes there. Yeah. It's like different, right? Very different when you, obviously when you're turning off the lights, yeah. yeah. If somebody's video is, you want, a big thing is sending videos to people. Yeah. Say your file is too large. What are suggestions <laughs> to send the video to people so it's it can stay still the same quality and get to them? Well, you know, <laughs> today it doesn't really quality goes a long way, but the focus on the message first, because I doubt you can tell the difference between 1080p and 720 and 4K on your phone. I really, I really doubt it. Usually what changes is the camera. The camera and the lights are beautiful and they're professional. That's that's really the only difference. But yeah, I don't. I would even recommend that you shoot. You know, 720, 1080 is completely fine. Like completely fine because as long as you have the nice lights, it's gonna come out pretty pretty much the same on mobile. Most of us see things on mobile. I think nowadays because we're at home on, on the laptops, we see a little bit more on a laptop. Um, but there are that's something that I would highly recommend is one either, um, you know, definitely get. Uh, external hard drives or buy Google Drive space. So I use Google Drive. I, I have one terabyte. So you pay, I think, $1.99 a month. Really? $1.99? So, oh. Yeah, it's really cheap. It's $1.99. So um, that's one thing that you can do is just get more space. Like just pay for I'm it. I'm writing this down. <laughs> you, you pay for it. It's really not that expensive. Um, and Google Drive, you can do, I've, you know, used to share videos with clients all the time. And um, I, I even upload some of my my demos on there. So I, I have them at a, at a quick uh, glance. So, um, so if you have patients and you have a video that you made and you have it on the Google drive, you can just share the link with them. So it's Google terabyte one ninety nine, And you said there's a difference, the difference between 1020 and seven, what? 1080 is typically where your camera records on. So that's okay. high definition. 1080 okay. television. That was like, uh -huh. now there's only 4k. It just means that there's more resolution. It's, 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 the image has more uh, pixels in it to take more data so that no matter how big or small, it retains the same the same uh, quality of image. So you're switching it from 1080 to 4K to make it smaller? Mm, uh, What's the conversion that you would recommend? It just means that there's more resolution. There's more data in the image. 4K has more data than 1080, than 720. I would recommend that just keep it at 1080. 
okay? Don't go 4K on your phones. You can do 720, that keeps the file much smaller. Um, but to make the file smaller and send them, you can compress it. So if you have a file, put it in the folder and compress it. It'll make it, if it's like four megabytes, it'll make it like 3.8 megabytes and sometimes that'll, or like, you know, Google, you can only send 25 megabytes through email. Um, if you compress a file and it's listed 25 megabytes, it'll compress it, just right click, compress folder to zip, that's that zip file. And then it might go down to 24.5 megabytes and then you can actually email it. So you don't have to worry about Google Drive or uploading to Dropbox. So that's another option as well. Um, you know, make your content shorter as well. There are ways you can compress it. It's a little bit, a little bit more advanced. You can Google that, YouTube it. There are plenty of tutorials. But I would say kind of make the content short so it doesn't take up too much space. Um, external hard drives, I would say use an online cloud storage um, space. Google Drive, I think, is wonderful. It's just convenient. It's wonderful. It's actually not that expensive. I got this. I, I have this uh, two, uh, yeah. two or three terabytes. Yeah. Who is that when you when you're you know with someone and you're talking like a potential new client, um, patient, and then you're like, you know what, I made a video for that. Let me just share. Let me just show you right now. Boom, you pop it up. Or let me send it to you. You can pull up your Google Drive app and then just send it away. You don't have to, you know, or you know data all the time and kind of swipe through all your photos. You can even organize it into folders. So the size issue is, is also an issue that's just the industry. Like you just need a lot of space nowadays with videos. Um, and we're I mean, Google Terabyte is, is huge. That's that's a big game changer, $2 a month. So that's really awesome. I'm also gonna share that with my acting friends because that is a huge problem because it's not necessarily the length um, because it depends how long their monologue is or song that they have to submit. So they can't necessarily control that. So I, that's just that's just helpful all around knowing about Google Terabyte as an easy way to just send it and yeah love that because yeah. it's a regular problem a lot of people deal with that as soon as you start getting into video or trying to email it to yourself or send it to your computer an easy way because it's not working one way so that's really really helpful yeah, at the same time the drawback is that if you don't have internet it's hard to kind of pull it down but most of most places have internet now you know most places have Wi-Fi you can pull it off. Um, most of us have internet access all the time. Yes, love this. Okay. I'm so grateful. Anything, any last things you want to add on filming for anybody? Ooh, let's just do a mic drop moment. Mm, I love mic drop moments. Here is yours. Mic drop moment. Anyone who's getting in their way about doing filming in the first place and, and, and just speak to that person as if they're just keep saying, coming up with reasons why not to, but we know that film will help them level up in five, four, three, two, and action. Uh, just, it's not about you, you know, it's about your your people, your community, your your patients, your, it's, they need you. And, that, and so like, you know, we, we kind of get, listen, I was, I hated being in front of the camera. I knew I wanted to be in front of the camera. I love performing, but I sucked in front of the camera. Like I was, like deer and headlights, I was very awkward. My brother was like, "Yeah, you're just like not super confident." I'm like, oh, no. So anyway, but and and one of, that's probably one of the reasons why I like to do characters and not be myself. I just feel a little bit more comfortable being weird and crazy and wacky and like, you know, my shoot that I was supposed to do right before right in COVID at the studio was Hedwig was a Hedwig parody, and so um, we are the ones that can you know uh, tell ourselves make all the excuses possible to not do it but really it's 
there's people out there who need us. And I think I'm kind of happy now that physical therapists are just starting to get into video. I've been doing this since 2012 um, by myself, really. Not so many PTs were doing it. And if I did, they thought I was crazy and confused. And now everybody wants to learn video and I'm doing things to help other PTs. And I'm happy. Um, but it's really about there's a lot of people who need your our information and your specific information because people connect differently with different different people. You know, I'm sure you have patients and clients that they, you just don't jive. Like you just you know you don't want to be, you know, their therapist, and that's okay. But there might be a colleague of yours who actually they love. Like it's great. Oh, they were just a jerk to me, but with that, you know, oh, they were fine with me. I don't know what happened. So we kind of have uh, we have a responsibility to people with the chronic pain epidemic that's happening right now, shitty healthcare. I mean, that's that's why I got into it because I knew that it was a, a cheap, fast, easy way to motivate people, you know? And, you know, I'm thankful. It, it took a very, very long time, you know, where I'm at right now, lucky enough to have some cool opportunities with, with the film industry. But you all really have to think about the person on the other end of the, of the camera that's watching this stuff. Like, they could have 20 years of back pain. They could be 25 years old and they've had back pain since they were five, six, seven. It's happened. I know. I've seen it. I've seen it in athletes and dancers and all sorts of people who are 25 years old. You'd never think they had chronic back pain. They're miserable. But, you know, you could – all they needed was some hip exercises because they were never taught that because they were taught to, you know, everything was about having as much length and flexibility as possible and getting, you know, getting getting just just – super flexible and that's all they had you know their minds were set because their dance instructor at their studio when they were 10 and developing that's all they focus on so you could be changing someone's life and not even realize it so it's a responsibility i don't think you should really think of it as oh you know i hate the camera and i forget that it's just a responsibility you have a great with with great power comes great responsibility yes it's true we we can control we can control chronic pain and injuries quite a bit and this medium is powerful and it's finally being super respected. And everybody's doing video. Everyone wants to do video nowadays. So, and guess what? It's accessible. You can do it. We're doing it right now at no cost. I don't know if it's probably costing anything. It's cheap or probably is charging, but at very little cost, you can do this. Um, it doesn't have to be beautiful. I can turn off all the lights. I could still give a mic drop moment without these fancy lights. Um, but um, I think just kind of think of it as who you're helping on the other end of the camera rather than did I get the lights? I don't have enough lights. I don't have enough money to buy this. I don't have an editor to edit for me. Um, and if, and at the same time, you can also hire somebody else. You can have an actual actor being teaching. That's what they do in like commercials. They hire an actor and say, hi, did you know that your hip muscles can cause low back pain? Did you know that weak ankles can cause low back pain? Well, here's a couple exercises that you can do for the, you know, so you don't have to be in front of the camera. That's another, that is totally another option that you have. You can do animations. You could do voiceover narrations. You could do graphics that move. You could just do pictures. But uh, I've always had a, a, a learned, even through when I was starting musical, I started musical theater um, when I was 27. And I started dancing when I was, yeah, I was 19 when I started dancing. And I went, I went hip, I went and started break dancer, hip hop, modern, the ballet, I was a nutcracker. I did it all and I went to musical theater and I just saw the power of stories. And I, I saw when I get on stage and P 
people would laugh and people would even then, you know, obviously we all love the, the attention, but afterwards, they, oh my gosh, you, you know, great job doing Bernardo with such story. And it was, it's just amazing, but it moves people. It's not so much that they, it, it's a powerful thing. You know, performance is powerful. It moves things. It can cause riots. It can cause, look at, look at Mulan right now. Look at China. It's, it's, it can get, it can get serious. So if you realize that you have a power of, the human body experience and movement and you combine that with entertainment. Um, I mean, I've been doing that. That's been my, that's been my dream since I was 19 years, 19 years old, combining the two things. And, um, you know, it's taken a long time to really learn the, the kind of how to merge them accurately. And I'm kind of close, but I'm not, I'm not an expert by any means, but what we do is very powerful. And what we use, and in other words, entertainment is even more powerful. So that's that's where the power comes in. Is we have a message, and that's what we're saying. Like, oh, APTA this, APTA that. We don't know how to, you know, PTs are bad at marketing. PTs are bad at that. Well, there's really no excuse. And and if you start now, you're going to be better in two years, and five years, and six months. So you know, if you wait until you're ready, you're never going to be ready, right? That's a cliche statement nowadays. But just understand that that video is very powerful. Um, I'm biased. I love it. But most of the world now loves it too. I think it's a very powerful platform. Um, again, I think entertainment is um, is the platform, whether it's video, audio. I mean, Jenna, you do podcasts. I don't do podcasts. I don't really, you know, never really care for podcasts myself. But if you have the gift for that, and you rather that, then that works. And you can do a film, video of pictures of the two speakers and just do a, a, a narration, uh, a podcast episode, or just do a podcast episode with some graphics or no video. But either way, I think, you know, for us to educate one patient is great. Wonderful, you change life. But if you can educate 10, 20, 30 viewers, I mean, that's that's powerful as well. That's that You can change lives, you know? I love that. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on here, Adrian. Where can people find you on social media? Uh, Adrian MPT, LinkedIn, Facebook, just slash Adrian M, my last initial M, PT, all over the place. Twitter, LinkedIn. I don't really use Twitter, to be honest. I, I've been using LinkedIn a lot more lately. Facebook, you'll see me share and post. I, I have two videos, three videos coming out for Gross Anatomy. Yes. Um, I've been a little bit, you know, pumping. They take a while. They're so fun. You, uh, I'm, I'm excited for the reason. They are so fun. Yeah, and I, I have a guest on the next one that we're – I just finished the script and I have a guest, uh, PT guest who actually happens to be an actor himself. Um, and so out of that one, I have a puppet one, which Jenna kind of saw a preview coming up. I have a Prince uh, one coming up as well. And uh, yeah, so. I love it. I love yeah. it so much. So yeah, so yeah, that's my social media handle. Uh, Jenna has my email. Uh, you can message me on Facebook. My email is amiranda84 at gmail.com. Um, I'm always happy to collaborate, teach, educate, help, motivate um, at, at any, any time. Great human. Great human. Thank you so much for coming on. Everyone write in the comments fire if you got anything out of this, which I know you all will. Take care, everyone. I'm going to eat soup. Bye. <laughs>